Hey y'all, it's your girl Maria, the Spiritual Homegirl. We're back with another episode of the Spiritual Homegirl podcast. Now, before we get started, y'all know I can't do any podcast episode without thanking you all for listening. So thank you for listening, boo friends. Out of the tens and thousands of podcasts that are out there in podcast land since 2016, you have lent me your ears whenever you felt like it. And I really appreciate that. It feels so good to connect with folks across the world as we all have a common thread of wanting to live healthier and happier lives. And it has been such an honor to help people do this through Spiritual Homegirl. It's been amazing. So again, if you have not gotten my Regret Zero checklist and you're wanting to redo your entire foundation or you're wanting to strengthen your foundation in terms of how you are living spiritually, mentally, and emotionally, I don't know why you haven't gotten it yet. Do you really want it? And not on me, my checklist. I mean, do you want that better life? Because if you want that better life, my checklist will definitely point you in the right direction towards doing that. I can guarantee it. Definitely have a better level of understanding um, why I am the way I am and how that can help you be who you are in your own way once you get that checklist. So click the link in my show notes and get yours ASAP. So I want to talk on something that has become something like a social media staple lately. And I want to talk about a caveat that nobody is talking about. So if you're on social media and quick sidebar, I actually am doing a 30 day wellness um, spree. Basically, the entire month of June, I'll be sharing one tip that will help you on your emotional, spiritual or mental journey. So if you're on social media or YouTube, you can find me there at Spiritual Homegirl. So again, Spiritual Homegirl on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook and TikTok. I'll be posting every single day for the month of June. And um, if you're coming to this podcast, you might have saw today's post <laughs> or not. But what I will say is that this new thing that's going about is this thing called my man, my man, my man. So it's kind of a thing where people are like, you know, I can't wait to talk about my man, my man, my man. Or I can't wait till I get in a relationship and all y'all going to hear is my man this and my man that and my man this. So my man, my man, my man is what has been going around on social media. Sometimes some folks have said, you know, like I have some home, uh, some homeboys, homegirls that got married. Shout out to uh, Ivana and Brandon. They actually got married uh, about two weeks ago. We're going to talk about that too because I'm very well connected in that one. And I want to tell you how cool it is that I was. But I'll talk about that in another episode. But, you know, you know, my husband, my husband, my husband, my wife, my wife, my wife. So I've seen it morph into that on their end and other people's ends as well. But... Um, I also want to talk about why everybody's talking about my man, my man, my man. And of course, this isn't gender exclusive. It could be, you know, my boo, my boo, my boo, or my girl, my, my girl, my girl, whatever. The thing that is stopping us from getting that is my ex, my ex, my ex. And when I say my, I don't mean me for real. I know I say I'm never above my own advice. In this case, I had to do better. And I'm going to tell y'all exactly how in just a moment. But sometimes our exes are the reason why we're not manifesting the love that we want and desire because our energy is so focused and so intertwined with this other person and what used to be that we're not allowing ourselves to make room for what needs to be. I'm going to say it again. Sometimes our energy is so intertwined in that ex of ours and what used to be that we're unable to make space to welcome what needs to be in our life. For some people, it might be a new incarnation of the bond with that old person. And for others, it could be something completely new. If you're anything like me, I don't spin the block on exes. I don't. Once it's done, done, it's done, done. If you know me, you know. And, um, you know, it's interesting because we don't realize that we're doing it. 
Am I saying don't ever talk to your exes again? I know some that don't. Um, me personally, I don't keep my exes too close. They cool. You know, we associates. Um, but in terms of us being cool, 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 talk to you every day. No, um, I, I had to not do that. Um, I had to actually cut. I'll talk to that. I'll talk about that in a minute. I'll get to that in just a moment. But before we get into that, I want to be clear. All exes are not equal. They're not created equal. There are levels to this ex stuff. And I want to go over these levels really quickly so I can get into this quick story time. Level one is the fling. That is the sneaky link. That is the person you're not in public with. That is the person that you hit up on the late night. There is no expectation of a relationship. Y'all are kind of just doing y'all when y'all do y'all. And it is what it is. Um, You know, might go to dinner every now and then. Might order the dinner in. Um, There is no, oh, that's mine. That's my boo. That's my, no, we're not together. That's level one. Level two is the casual so yeah, y'all might be kicking it at night and sleeping together and things like that. But you also might be in public every now and then, uh, might be at the functions and you know, it's y'all may be seeing other people as well. And those people may know about that as well. Um, there isn't a conversation or even an agreement of exclusivity. Y'all just do y'all, but it's like, Hey, we like each other. We're just kind of having fun. No- nothing big. Right. Um, it could also get exclusive towards the end, but it doesn't go anywhere. It really doesn't go anywhere. It's probably no more than a year. If that eight months tops um, level three is the ex that, you know, is probably a good person, but not a good fit for you. And what I mean by that is you've had the relationship with that person. You might have been together one, two, three years. Um, and, you know, I don't like to put children in these mixes because I also have seen situations where children were created from one night stands and, you know, weren't playing things like that. So that's I don't like to put kids in in terms of exes, you know, baby daddies, baby mama, things like that. But. With the level three ex, you might have met their family. They might have met your family. It's nothing too uh, intertwined. Um, it's not kicking it at every family function. You might have hit one or two and happened to meet his family there, vice versa. Um, you know that this is a good partner, but you know that this is not your partner in the sense of it being someone that you could really live this life thing with um, as long as you can. So that's level three. However, they're good people. You like them. You know, it is what it is. Y'all able to rock. Y'all are exclusive. And, you know, it it is what it is. Level four, though. Level four is like the grand boss of exes. They are that ex. They are the ones that were considered at one point the love of your life. That is the one that your mom still asks you about. That is the one that, you know, you know all of their family members. You might still talk to their family members every now and then. Y'all were together for... Uh, enough of a time to where y'all were so intermixed in each other's lives it was just you and, and and them and then there was everybody else you're in your own little world with this person um and for whatever reason that forever that you wanted with that person did not happen or something happened that destroyed that possibility so you know there's still some love there but it's just too much life that's happened for y'all to get back together or there might be some life that's happened but you secretly want to get back with them if they make it right that is the level four X that I'm talking about. And that little secret part that you're not necessarily keeping it real with, if this is you, you knowing that you low-key still want your ex, but you're wanting something better, that is what's holding you back from getting the love that you want. At least one good reason. Because my thing is this, right? And people can disagree. doesn't care. I don't care. doesn't matter. Um, my thing is, if you're wanting something that fits a mold of what you want in this lifestyle as this person that's in this carnation 
to continue holding space for someone that you know doesn't fit, to me, it's just it's conflict. It's like it reminds me of the Piscean fish, right? The Piscean fish are swimming in different directions. <laughs> and to me, that and I'm not no shade to Pisces, but it's just the, a good example. You have one fish going east and one fish going west. To me, that is a very good example of what it is to hold space for your ex, but you're still wanting something different. And at some point, you're going to have to close the door energetically to make room for what you want. We can't have it both ways. It doesn't work like that. Sometimes we think it can because our ego tells us that we should be able to want what we want simply because we want it. But realistically speaking, can we really welcome the love that we desire and the love that that we've always wanted Knowing that we're holding space for somebody that for whatever reason can't get right right now. And again, even if it's those that's, you know, closing the door in order for something better to manifest, even with that person, at some point you have to close the door and end the chapter to begin anew. I've never seen a situation where folks, whether personally in my own life or even others lives, I've never seen a situation where one person was able to be 100% successful in welcoming something new, knowing they had their foot in the other door. It becomes a straddle and it becomes an emotional tug of war. That's by choice at this point, because at that point you're wanting somebody different, but you still kind of want that person too, but you don't want to cut them off. That's a choice. I'm not saying you got to hate your ex. I'm not saying you got to cut your ex out. I'm not even saying burn the bridge, but saying at the end of the day, I want X, Y, Z, and I don't have to attach it to this particular person. That is what I mean when I say close the door. And the example of that is this quick story time. This is absolutely no shade in this story. Um, it's, it's just a very good learning experience that I know that somebody can take from, right? So there was someone that I was seeing. It wasn't it wasn't quite a level four, wasn't quite a level three. It was kind of like a level 3.5, right? And I had made the <laughs> mistake that I could be cool with this ex and thinking, you know, okay, we were dating other people. You know, we can still be friends. It's all good. Um, but apparently that wasn't the case because I was not being told the truth about what was going on with my friend who, you know, and this, it kind of speaks to the theory that, you know, you can't be friends with your exes. And <laughs> it, it speaks to it. So I was like, okay, well, guess I can't be friends with them. But um, long story short, I had told this ex of mine that, and we weren't even talking every day or nothing like that. You know, life had, you know, put us in different directions. And I think that in hindsight, that was divine intervention or divine separation, I'll say, in terms of just moving us in different places. Like he literally moved out of state. I moved out of state. So, you know, we were just living two completely different lives. The only difference is he knew that I was seeing other people. I didn't know he was seeing other people. But given that we weren't getting back together, no way. I thought that we could keep it a hundred with each other and just say, you know, what was going on in our actual lives, because that's what friends do. Um, So I said, again, because I'm thinking I'm talking to my friend, (laughs) I know, I know. Again, it's a lesson learned. Um, I said, you know, I'm opening myself up to the possibility of love. I'm very excited to welcome the love that I deserve into my life. And I'm really excited about that. And this person said, I hope you're still single when I get my stuff together. And I'm just like, yeah, yeah, whatever. You know, it's just flirting. I said, who are you seeing? Aren't you seeing somebody? 
And they finally admitted it after all the times they would say no for years. No, no, no. They said, yeah, I'm seeing somebody, you know, we like on and off. Played it down. And I was like, okay, why didn't you just tell me you were seeing that person? How long have you been seeing them? Oh, for like some years. I'm like, what? <laughs> Are you serious? So you've been sitting the way it was, it was presented. It was so like, oh, whatever. And I'm like, that's so disrespectful. Yeah, it's disrespectful to me as the friend, but it's 10 million times more disrespectful to that woman that loves you while you're you're downplaying her existence to me like she just an on and off casual situation. When in actuality, I find out after the fact that he actually had been seeing her for like three years, three or four years. No, no, three years at a time on and off was taking her um, out of town, out of country, you know, people's weddings like she was that ex. And I said, that's very unfortunate that this woman who you've been going in public with, traveling all over the world with, you can't tell me about her as your friend? Why would you hide her like that? If we're supposed to be friends and you're supposed to be, we're supposed to be, you know, being open about each other's lives. And I'm thinking there's no consequences. We're humans. We're adults. We're not going to punish each other for telling each other's truth because it's fact. If you're seeing somebody cool, remember, we're not getting back together. I've never told you I wanted to get back with you. You never told me you wanted to get back with me, at least not recently. So it's like, what what is that about so i didn't like the fact that that was held for me and i said we're not really friends like that so lesson learned don't be friends with exes and um i'll just you know continue to manifest the love that desire like clockwork as soon as i shut the door on that person i got the love that i wanted and i was like wow that's crazy it took me shutting the door and ending that connection for us both to move on because less than a year after that he marries the girl in mexico and I said, wow, I think I did us both a favor here by closing the door and realizing that this situation, keeping it open for whatever reason. And to be honest, I don't know his reasons for um, not telling me. Um, I don't understand why you wouldn't want to share um, a new love that you have with someone that you care about. Maybe I was too detached from the relationship at hand and didn't think it was a problem. I'm not going to speculate on that man's thought process, but factually speaking, what I can say is that in that moment, he had finally came clean about somebody he had been dealing with. I find out after the fact from mutual friends that they were way more serious and less than a year after I cut him off, he marries her. So I think that, um, and I'm not trying to sound like I'm just this super savior because that's not the case, but I think by me, cutting off contact with him i was able to move on to get the love that i desired and he was able to get married to the woman that he desired um and get that love because we knew that we weren't going to get it from each other and the door was just open unnecessarily and that's okay sometimes you have those realizations and that is one prime example why your ex your ex your ex can interrupt you from getting the love the love the love my man my man my man that you desire Sometimes they in the way. Don't let your ex get in the way of finding your life partner. <laughs> Don't let your ex get in the way of finding your husband. Don't let your ex get in the way of finding your wife. Don't let your ex and your past get in the way of getting the future love you deserve. Because I know one thing. I have done way better since moving on. And that's no shade. Because the thing is, you're supposed to do better when you get in relationships. When you are who you are in that moment, you evolve and you grow from that moment. And that person evolves and grows from that moment. So that person may be a completely different person 
which may be a better fit for somebody else and myself as well. And that's a beautiful thing about life and change and uncertainty. Once you can close the door on them fake safety nets of exes, once you realize that you don't have to have a backup of dudes or women that you can date or sleep with or get attention from, once you realize that it is okay to go all in, and this again, I know this ain't for poly folks. I don't know. Maybe it could apply to poly folks. I don't know. I've never done a poly relationship, but at least not knowingly. <laughs> but you can also go all in on one bond and build with that and see what happens. It's okay, but I think we have a fear collectively of just losing or the fear of being hurt or the fear of not having a happily ever after. And I understand it, so no judgment. But sometimes that fear gets in the way of how we're able to build with relationships to where we're keeping around the ghosts of love's past when they really should be exercised. Hit the exorcism and get them out of your, out of your energy sphere. Let them go. Especially if you know there's nothing that's going to come from it. Let it go. Y'all don't want to get back together. Why bother? Why call that person every day? Is it because you really want them in your life or is it because you don't have nobody else? Or is it because you're scared you're not going to have nobody else? Or is it because you're scared you're not going to have a safety net? Or are you scared you're going to be alone? At some point, we have to sit with some of the reasons as to why we keep those doors open. Open. So again, don't let your ex get in the way of what you need. Not what you want. What you need. It's a beautiful thing when you get out of your own way. And sometimes keeping your ex around is an easy way that you get in your own way and don't even realize it. It's like not necessarily, and people like to have the, oh, well, how do I get my own way? You literally put the obstacle in front of you and they'd be like, dang, I can't get past it. You put it there, so remove it. If you put your ex in a situation where now it is hard for you to let go and you're ready to let go, you're going to have to do some work to disconnect. But putting that obstacle out of your way, you can push it out because you put it there. It's possible to get rid of it. You got the power to do it. But don't let it continue to stay in your way if you're ready for it to stop being in your way. Some of y'all going to have another year or two of disconnection. Some of y'all might be done by today. Some of y'all might be done by the end of this episode. Everyone has their own timing, but you'll know when it's time to close the door. And when you close that door, trust yourself. Sometimes you'll close the door of the finest mahogany wood. And then you'll see another <laughs> another gold <laughs> another gold filled door right next to it. But you'll never know that because you're so scared about losing this door or whatever's behind that door that you don't want to go to nobody else's door. You just never know. You just have to trust the journey. And also, most importantly, believe that you're deserving of more. Sometimes being comfortable means you're settling. You know what? Oh, I might not get what I want. So I'll just stick with this person. No. <laughs> That's cool, but you're going to find yourself resenting things. And as much as I talk about living a regret zero life and this checklist and things like that, that's the easiest way to live a regret filled life is to choose comfort over your happiness. When it comes to love, you laying next to this person knowing that you didn't really want to choose them, but you chose them because they were able to pay your bills or because they were there when nobody else was or because, you know, you feel like you owe them to love and you obligated to love them. It's a lot of reasons why folks settle, but you're going to have to sit with whether that's something you want in your life. And some folks can be comfortable. I remember someone told me they got married and I don't want to trigger nobody, but um, somebody told me they married their partner because they had nobody else. And that was the only person that was going to love them. And they said, you know what? I don't have nobody else. I'm just going to love this person. 
And I said, do you love them? They said, no, but I grew to love them. Like, I didn't love them initially, but I grew to love them. And now we're together. I mean, <laughs> it, it, it can work. But you got to determine again whether that's a life you want to live. You know? And it's not like... And what I mean by that is it's not like a situation where it's two people saying, hey, you know, I don't love you like that. You don't love me like that. We're going to make it work because we ultimately have the same goal. It wasn't that. It was a situation where the woman he wanted to marry had already married somebody else because he had messed it up previously. And he felt like, well, I can't have her. So I'll just have something that's that's close. I thought that was very unfortunate. However, um, growth is a mug. They're still together. And that's great. Um, They've been married at least uh, about 12, 13, 14 years. So in certain cases, it can happen that way. But again, it's a choice to accept that. Now, does his wife probably know that? I don't know. Won't be me that's going to tell her. But, you know, it's just being, again, do you want that kind of life where you're living, you know, in comfort out of kind of settling is what I'm what I'm getting at here. So I hope you're picking up what I'm putting down. But I just wanted to put that on you all's hearts today. Don't forget to click the link in my show notes to get my regret zero checklist. And I will see you on social media and in your email inboxes as well for the remainder of my um, June wellness challenge. Um, So again, this has been another episode of the Spiritual Homegirl podcast. My name is Maria, the Spiritual Homegirl. And remember, boo friends, trust the journey, trust yourself. And whatever you do, do it with love. Even (laughs) even if it comes to getting your man, your man, your man. Okay? Love y'all. Peace.